Welcome to Ignited by Hope, where we inspire greatness through unconditional love. My name is Jesse, and each week we will explore topics that help us achieve a fuller understanding of ourselves, our relationship with spirit, and our relationship with others. We are changing the world one heart at a time, giving people a place to call home on their spiritual journey. Let's dive in. Hey guys, this week we are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and why they typically don't work. January is a month of change for a lot of people. Change that unfortunately typically fizzles out fairly quickly. Studies have shown that only 8% of Americans actually stick to their New Year's resolutions, and a whopping 80% have abandoned them altogether come February. Why make them at all if you're not going to keep them? I don't think it's that we set out to commit to something that we don't plan on actually sticking to. I think that there's a ton of reasons maybe even some excuses as to why these awesome goals get thrown to the wayside. Today, I wanna take a look at five of those reasons. First up is that your resolution isn't specific enough. New Year's resolutions are nothing more than goals that you've laid out for yourself to accomplish by the end of that year. The thing about goal setting is that it needs to be extremely specific to actually accomplish it. The more laser focused your goals are, the more likely you are to move through the steps it takes to realize those goals. The top New Year's resolutions are exercising more, saving money, eating healthy, and losing weight. What are you actually wanting to accomplish? What does exercising more look like? How much money do you need to save to hit that particular goal? Eating more healthy. Have you ever Googled eating healthier? Seriously, the number of results is ridiculous. How much weight do you need to lose? These are the types of questions that should be going through your mind when setting these New Year's resolutions. Unless you get specific about your goals, you never know when you've actually met them. Do a 30-minute workout three times per week is a far more realistic goal than exercise more. You know when you've accomplished it. You can also create these measurable steps to help you get there. Save $100 a month or 25% of my paycheck or even save $5 a week are all more precise goals that give you a far better measuring stick than save money. I think you get the picture. Get specific with your New Year's resolutions. Now that you actually know what it is that you want to accomplish, how are you talking to yourself about it? How did you actually phrase the resolution? Negative language is something that's really important to talk about when it comes to goal setting because it has the potential to stop you dead in your tracks. 
Negative internal dialogue creates a lack of motivation in the external world. If you aren't motivated, you're never going to get anywhere. Negative internal dialogue are the thoughts that run through your head that tell you you can't do something or that you are wasting your time. Without changing this, you're going to keep repeating the same patterns and pretty much prove the definition of insanity. Stop wasting money is a great example of how we use negative language when setting our goals. It implies that you never spend money on necessary things. It gives the false impression that you don't ever use money for important things, which simply isn't the case. You are stopping yourself before you really get to start. What is wasting money anyway? To me, Gambling is wasting money. Spending $1,000 on a pair of shoes, despite the fact that I love shoes, are wastes of money. Someone else might think that my weekly Starbucks trip is a waste of money. You can see how this goes hand in hand with getting specific about those goals. It's the thought action cycle at work. It's the premise that our thoughts directly impact our actions and our actions directly impact our thoughts. You have to take action if you're going to accomplish anything, right? You can't expect things to happen unless you put some sort of oomph behind it. You can't sit on your butt and think or pray something into existence. Yes, you need to have your mind and your heart right. So synchronicity can do its thing. But if you don't follow through, you're going to experience that fizzle before you accomplish anything. Nothing in life is handed to you. Even when you're in the right place at the right time, it's because you've worked your ass off to get there and the universe is saying you earned this. So get up off your butt and make it happen. If you're struggling to do that, it might be because your resolution isn't actually about you. It's hard to put action behind something you don't actually want to do. Why did you make the resolution? Are you doing it for someone else or is it about you? You can't make changes for other people because they don't stick. When I was trying to quit smoking, I had heard for years, oh, just do it for your kids. I didn't smoke for my kids though, so I couldn't quit for my kids. I had to quit for me. And when I finally stopped making my quitting smoking about everyone else, guess what? I actually did it. Anytime we try and create a goal based on what other people want or expect from us, we don't do it. It's as simple as that. If you want to live your life according to everybody else, you probably won't run into this issue. But for most of us, we want to live our life on our terms. We want to live a life that we don't need a vacation from. In order to do that, you've got to get rid of what other people want you to do and start creating goals that get you in alignment with who you are. Once you do that, 
everything changes. Part of that process is figuring out your why. Long-term goals require a why to keep you moving towards it. You can have all the want in the world, but until you get your why, the resolutions you want to accomplish will most definitely fizzle out before completion. Why? Because there's no reason to do it. Let's go back to the whole exercise more thing. You want to exercise more. Fantastic. Now, why do you want to do it? Is it so you can feel better about yourself? Is it so you can fit into your favorite pair of jeans? Or maybe you have some baby weight that you want to lose. The important thing to remember about the why is that it can't be about someone else. We just talked about what happens if you do it for someone else. If you're trying to lose weight because someone in your life told you to, that's not a why. That's doing it for someone else. Your why comes from this deep place within that puts you in touch with your path. It's something that usually comes from our higher self. It keeps you in alignment with who you are, what you believe, and where you want to go. I remember one point in Getting Ignited by Hope Built that I looked at my husband and just said, what do I think I'm doing? I can't do this. At the same time, I couldn't not do it. No matter how hard things get, no matter how much time I have to invest, it's not something I can walk away from. Why? Because it's my destiny. It's part of who I am. When I set out to do something, completing it isn't about someone else holding me accountable. It's about holding myself accountable. It's standing in my integrity. It's standing in my why. No one else knows what's on my to-do list every day or how I've broken down those goals. What matters is that I do it for myself. I do it because I said I was going to. You get to a point where you stand so firmly in your authentic self that the rest of the world tends to fade away. You get to a point where you truly only care about how you see yourself. When you look in the mirror every single day, you feel that pride and you feel that sense of accomplishment. Did you live up to your own expectations? If not, why? Absolutely everything is about the why. When you look back at previous goals that you've set, the ones that you accomplished, you can probably link up to your bigger purpose in this world. You just didn't know it at the time. The ones that you didn't accomplish, you're probably able to trace back to it being something that wasn't authentically you. Everything's connected. Everything is interlinked. It all works together piece by piece. I have so much fun looking back at every single job that I had prior to becoming a spiritual coach and minister because each and every one gave me different pieces of knowledge that would eventually help me achieve all that I was meant to. 
your life is probably the same way. That's the really cool thing about New Year's resolutions. When we make them willy-nilly and put absolutely no thought into them, we don't follow through. But when we listen to our heart, stay in alignment with who we are, and keep that why in mind, our resolutions are no longer something that we can't or don't accomplish. Our hearts simply won't allow us to walk away. I want to challenge you this week to re-examine the New Year's resolutions that you've set. Look at them through a new lens. Are they specific enough? Are you doing them for yourself? Are they in alignment with who you are so that you can actually live the life of your dreams? Are they in alignment with your why? Are you able to stand in integrity as you move through the steps? Truly look at what you want to accomplish this year. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you'd like to connect with us, feel free to reach out on our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find linked in the about section or leave us a comment here on the episode. Blessings to you as you move about your day. Until next time.